When we feel worried and overwhelmed, what we create is inaction, not moving forward, being stuck. And as a result, we are not consistent. We don't show up for others, we don't show up for our project, and we don't show up for ourselves. Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where it's all about personal growth, honest conversations, and exploring what it means to live a passionate, daring life. I'm your host, Shirley Huang. Hi, everyone. Hope you are having an amazing day today. Welcome to episode 30. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? I feel like I just started my first episode sitting in my sister's closet trying to record it and now we are almost one year into podcasting with 30 episodes. In a bit, I'm going to share with you three important lessons that I learned while starting this podcast journey and creating an online coaching business. What I'm about to share, I think, is relevant to everyone, not just if you have a presence online or not. It's for anyone who wants to start something, a passion project, a side hustle, or a new venture, and you just want to know how to show up for yourself consistently. These tips will really give you a great insight of the perspective that you should have and how to really process through different challenges in the future. Before diving into it, I just want to let you know this will be the last episode of this season. This is the end of season one of During Living Podcast. I will be taking a short break after this to really focus on my work as a life coach, improving my coaching skills, and working with my clients to improve their mental and emotional well-being. I will also be preparing for new episodes and creating even better content for you guys. So don't worry, (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. I will be back very soon. And once I get the date for season two, then I will definitely let you know. In the meantime, you have 30 episodes that you can go back and listen to in the library. And if you use Instagram, you can also hang out with me on there. I am pretty much active every single day. I always share about some daily tips and some insights for you and also some behind the scenes of my work you can follow me at daring living one word daring living i would love to have you join my community there all right three lessons i learned that helped me to show up consistently for myself the first tip i have for you is to produce b minus work produce b minus work I learned this from Master Life Coach Bu Castillo and when I first heard this concept from her, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I cannot just, just produce B- work, it has to be perfect. <laughs> but what's really happening is that I was not showing up for myself. I was not getting my work out there because I thought that everything I put out needed to be perfect before I can show it to the world. So really what's happening is I was procrastinating, right? And I was scared about other people's judgments and not putting myself out there to be the best that I can be. So if this is happening to you, just really be onto yourself. Are you trying to make your work perfect 
because you are procrastinating, or is your goal really just to show yourself, show off for yourself, and put yourself out there, and just produce B minus work, produce work that is good enough? I spent such a long time recording my first three podcast episodes. I think I recorded the first one at least two or three times because I just didn't feel like it was good enough and. I had so many self doubt, and I wasn't confident、uh, about how I spoke and my outline and everything. Right? What I realized afterwards, as I produced more and more episodes, is that people do not care that much about how long the pause is between each sentence I say, or if my voice sounded right or not. <laughs> What they care about is the value and the insights that I'm able to provide. So really think about this. Whatever the project it is that you are trying to start, maybe you want to create local workshops, or you want to start creating a blog, writing blog posts. What is the goal? The goal is it to put your content out there and have people look at it, or is it to make it the best possible with just this one piece? And The goal, really, if you really think about it long term, it is to create confidence for you. It is to get your work out there as many times as possible, get people to see them, to help people, to create some sort of impact. That's all that matters. And what's really nice is that the more you produce, the more you actually become good at it every time. For example, if you are spending a lot of time writing your first blog post. Or you are maybe trying to record、uh, one episode of your podcast and wants to just get everything right, get everything perfect. Or maybe you are trying to start a workshop, but you want the planning, the logistics, your presentation skills. You want everything to be perfect before you can invite people. It just doesn't work like that. And what you actually missed out is the opportunity for people to tune in to what you have to say and to start creating some awareness, and for them to really build a relationship and to build trust with you over time. Because if you think about it, why are you trying to make everything perfect? You are trying to make everything perfect because it makes you feel more safe, right? You want to be more in control. You want. Other people to not judge you. You don't want to have people criticize you, or you don't want to be rejected. And that is a fear that we all have when we are trying to show up for ourselves. When we are trying to show up in this world, so just be on to yourself about that, and to know that you just have to create work that is good enough and produce lots of them. That is how you get better over time, and that is all that matters. All right. The second lesson that I learned is this: to put your worry aside. Okay, I know what you're thinking right now. You're probably thinking,、um, "Duh, Shirley, I know that to put my worry aside." But I want to ask you this again: Are you really doing that? Are you putting your worry aside and just focusing on the work that you have to do? Whenever I coach my clients about not taking actions. A lot of it is usually because they have some drama going on in their head, and just a lot of anxious thoughts that they are having. They're thinking, "What if this doesn't work out? What if other people don't like what I have to say? 
what if this happens? What if this happens? Or oh my gosh, what if this happens? <laughs> right? And they feel so worried and frustrated and stressed, and as a result, they do not take actions, even though they know exactly what they have to do. Have you thought about that? Why do we do that? Because our feelings drive our actions, or in this case, inaction. When we feel worried and overwhelmed, what we create is inaction, not moving forward, being stuck, and as a result, we are not consistent. We don't show up for others, we don't show up for our project, and we don't show up for ourselves. Now, we think that we should worry. <laughs> we always think that we should worry, but worrying. Is actually just simply not useful at all. It gets us nowhere. What's useful is making decisions. Making decisions is useful. Taking actions is useful, but worrying is not useful. Our brain thinks that worrying will keep us safe because we think that oh we are being careful, and it keeps you from harm, right? And in a way, it does. Because we are not taking actions and we are not stepping out of our comfort zone, so therefore it's safe. It keeps us from being where we are. And in today's modern society, you're not physically in harm when you are stepping out of your comfort zone and taking a lot of actions. But our brain, the primitive part of our brain, is still wired that way. And this is exactly why we worry. When we worry, we feel safe. When we worry, we feel like we are trying to be careful. We are taking precautions, and I totally understand this. What has always stalled me from doing what I wanted to do in my business and also in my daily life in general is worry. When I worry, I don't really do anything. It doesn't really lead to anything as a result. So here's the tip that I have for you: if you really want to worry. Then dedicate a time for that. So maybe schedule out ten minutes a day for you to just sit there and worry. And then after that, then I want you to simply just stop and just put your worry aside, and then focus on what you have to do. Focus on taking actions and focus on all the other things, because the more you worry, it's not going to make things better. You can dedicate some time a day to worry, and after that, then you can just put it aside. This tip has helped me so much to getting things done and really moving my entire life forward, as opposed to feeling stuck. And the last lesson I learned is this: it's also more of a reminder for you, and it's helpful for me too to just listen to this again. There is no limit to your potential. The only limit is your brain pretending that there is a limit. Okay, I'm going to repeat this again. There is no limit to your potential, to your capabilities, to your ability to achieve something, achieve anything. The only limit is your brain pretending that there is a limit, and this really goes back to all of the coaching work that I do. We always focus so much on the external stuff, our circumstances, our job, our partner. Our parents, our finances, 
we think that it's because of these things that are outside of us that limit us from accomplishing what we want to achieve. And a lot of that we believe we cannot control. They are outside of our control. We think that they limit us. But what's actually limiting us is our brain. We think that we are limited. We think that we are stuck. And this is why mindset work is so powerful because right now we are walking around, myself included, we are all walking around with certain beliefs about ourselves and about this world. And our beliefs drive all of our feelings and they drive all of our actions and our beliefs create our reality. They create what we see, they create what we are capable of and what we create for ourselves in our lives. And when I learned this, when I truly, truly learned this, this changed everything about my perspective of myself and about the things that I can really accomplish for myself. There is honestly no limit to what you can achieve. There is so much potential in you, in me, and in all of us. I really like this quote by Marianne Williamson. She said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Okay, I'm going to read that again because it's so good. <laughs> our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. This is why I love my work, because I really want all of us to see that we are so much more capable than we think we are. The only limit is our brain telling us that there is a limit, and we don't even see that. And the good thing about this is you can work on your brain. You can work on your beliefs and your thought work to believe in different things about yourself. And that is how you can really create what you want. The thing that has made me really change my life and make a lot of big shifts, a lot of big improvements in my life, it is because of my mindset. It is because of the work that I do on my mind. And I think that deep down, a lot of us are actually scared about the truth of what we can actually accomplish. And that is our fear. When you really do believe that with all of your heart, your only limit is you pretending that you have a limit, you are going to keep showing up in everything that you do. Showing up to face your challenges, showing up in your job, showing up in your relationship, and showing up for yourself. All right, so these are the three lessons that I learned in my first year of business and also on this constant self-improvement journey. I would love to know what you love the most about this episode and also which episodes in the past in season one is your favorite. Uh, I'm always very interested to hear from you and feel free to let me know if there are any future topics that you would like to listen to. They will really help me to create a new season for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Always rooting for you and I will talk to you soon. Hey, 
If you are ready to take this work deeper, I would love to invite you to my live coaching program. This is where we work together one-on-one and take all the materials that you heard just now and apply them into your life so that you can become the person you want to be. If you want to learn more about the program, you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, that is daringliving.com forward slash coaching. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much more than you know. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.